This podcast is sponsored by the American Society for Information Science and Technology. Since 1937, ACIST has been the Society for Information Professionals, leading the search for new and better theories, techniques, and technologies to improve access to information. By the IA Summit. This year, your peers and industry experts spoke about how topics such as social networking, gaming, patterns, tagging, taxonomies, and a wide range of IA tools and techniques help users experience information. And by Boxes and Arrows. Since 2001, Boxes and Arrows has been a peer-written journal promoting contributors who want to provoke thinking, push limits, and teach a few things along the way. For more events happening all over the world, be sure and check out events.boxesandarrows.com. In this presentation entitled Good News on Your Cell Phone, Optimizing the User Experience, Jorgen Dallin and Ton Tarum talk about the challenges involved when transferring content from one media to another, how to create good user experiences in different media within mobile UI, and the diverse user behavior of cellular phones in Europe, the US, and Asia. I hope everyone enjoys the podcast. Cheers. Good morning, everybody. Thank you all for coming. This presentation is about news on the mobile internet. We'll start by presenting a little bit about the situation in the mobile world, um, how and when mobile services are used, and we'll focus on the Scandinavian market. Secondly, we'll present the results from a user study and evaluation of the five biggest newspapers in Europe, in Norway, and that will provide us with a lot of common mistakes but we'll also give you some design solutions on how to improve the user experience. We'll address the differences between designing for the web and designing for mobile internet services. And finally, we'll point to factors contributing to success. So, I'd like to know, how many of you guys read news on the internet? Yeah, most people do. But how many of you read news on your cell phone? That's good. That's quite a, an advanced audience. To get an overview of the mobile situation and how, uh, how mobile services are used worldwide, we'll have a quick look. We'll start by the US, where the usage of mobile services is a bit lower than in Europe but the US is past the early adopter stage and the usage is increasing. In Europe, the usage is a bit higher than there have been uh, mobile internet services for several years, ever since last century. And um, the average use is a bit higher than in the States. In Scandinavia, we have a complete penetration of cell phones, and people use their cell phones a lot. And we're also the home market for well-known brands such as Nokia and Sony Ericsson. In addition, Norway has the world championship in newspapers. We love reading newspapers. And I think we have the highest number of newspapers per inhabitant. So we love newspapers. In Asia and Japan, 
They have the largest number of mobile services and the highest number of usage worldwide. And um, they have a different business model, leaving the content providers with a lot bigger share of the income than compared to Europe. So that is contributing to usage and also to the number of services. And you have big markets like China coming up, lots of potential. So there are quite clear differences in the markets, both affecting services available and usage and who the users are. In Asia, you commute a lot, or in Japan, you commute a lot, and you use the mobile internet as a killing or to kill dead time while you're there. Um, I won't go into further details, but hopefully this has given you a bit overview of the usage worldwide and a little understanding. We look further into the Scandinavian mobile internet market. And as you see on the photo, the Norwegian countryside, we live quite far apart and remote, but mobile technology is integrated in our daily lives. People love their mobile phones. They put them next to their bed during the night. And if you lose your phone, you're quite socially dead. You don't get the <laughs> vital information anymore. And we think that the Scandinavian market is an interesting market because it's mature. We have had um, uh, mobile internet services since the last, since 1999. And we were also quite early adapting newspapers to the web. So since 1999 is quite a while. And all the time, news and search has been the most popular services on the mobile internet. So people either read news or perhaps they search for more news. So who, <laughs> who are really the users of the mobile internet? Today, it's quite distinguished groups using the mobile internet. It's not a service everyone is using today. And as you might get from the photo, the context of use can be specific as well. The users are mainly men. 72% of the users are men. So women don't use the mobile internet that much today. And they're young. There seems to be a tipping point at about 40 also for mobile services. And in addition, they have higher education and higher income than the population in general. So, in my opinion, this is a quite attractive target group. And I think that content providers and mob mobile operators agree. When we think of the context of use, 
usually we think of it as very mobile. The sort of thing that people use their mobile uh, when they're on the move, waiting for the bus or wait, using public transportation. But statistics shows us that this is not necessarily the case. The most common place to use your mobile or internet mobile services is at home, in your own sofa, at least in Norway, this is the fact. And sitting on the toilet is also a very popular place to use the services. And we know that the usage is increasing during holidays and also during weekends. Um, only 10.5% of the users of the Norwegian population is using one or several mobile services every day. You could say that this is not very much, but keep in mind that the penetration is complete and some groups are not using it at all. So this means that some segments are using it quite a lot. And then we'll move on to the evaluation of the five newspapers. And Jürgen, you have to tell us, does it work to put all the newspapers into the little screen like this on the cell phone? I will try to. Um, obviously, some of this will be uh, lost in translation because you don't know these papers. So we won't focus on uh, the individual papers, but rather to, to sample the findings. So you don't have to worry about uh, what paper that was uh, and so forth. Um, newspapers are an interesting case because uh, they have so much content. They have also much rich content. So trying to put all this into that little screen is uh, a rather demanding task. So that was uh, the main reason why we wanted to, to evaluate uh, newspapers. Uh, actually, uh, the newspapers are quite different, uh, obviously. And uh, again, they have some history that uh, may not be uh, uh, known to you. Uh, but as you can see, the five largest papers, uh, two of them are typically uh, tabloid uh, newspapers with a lot of entertainment. Uh, one of them uh, is a more serious paper, uh, more like the New York Times. Uh, one of them uh, does not have a paper version. It's a web-only newspaper uh, that has uh, moved to web. Uh, uh, sorry. And we also have uh, a news service that is not really uh, a paper. It's more like a broadcast company, uh, more like the BBC. Uh, so they have a lot of news, but they also have uh, a lot of uh, uh, TV series and, and multimedia content. Uh, so they kind of struggle with uh, the, the broadband uh, issue, the bandwidth issue, because of their, uh, um, the, their, their type of content. So they all, all uh, have uh, their own uh, challenges. And as we have seen, uh, the, one, the paper that is regarded the best uh, paper in Norway, Aftenposten, uh, seemed to be the worst uh, when it came to, uh, to mobile phone. And uh, Dagbladet, uh, which is regarded as the best web uh, uh, solution, uh, has problems with their paper edition. So, so uh, it's not obvious that if you succeed in one medium, you succeed in another one. And there's a lot of reasons uh, uh, for that. But if, this gives you a kind of overview. But, but if you don't remember who is who, then don't care about it. It's not, uh, not that important. 
some of the findings may seem very common sense to you. Uh, you have heard it before, it's the same problems as the web and so forth, and some of the findings may be uh, more uh, um, interesting or more, uh, yeah. And when it comes to navigation, uh, the main problem uh, with mobile phones is uh, having a very deep navigation structure. As you all know, uh, downloading pages uh, can be a pain in the ass when it comes to mobile phone. It takes a lot of time. And if you uh, use the same navigation structure uh, from the paper or web edition, you, you, uh, the user gets into big problems because there has to be a lot of navigation. Uh, a very common uh, mistake is also the lack of global navigation elements because the, element, the navigation has to be real effective on your mobile phones. So not having good global elements uh, is... Uh, is a sin in, in this medium. And also, uh, too many steps to find content. So when it comes to navigation, there seems to be uh, some similarities between uh, web and mobile, but uh, really uh, the cost of navigating is much higher uh, on your mobile phone than uh, on the web. So you really have to be careful about, uh, about that aspect. So actually, uh, best practice when it comes to navigation, uh, some of them are, are common sense, like having a global menu, uh, having a link to the homepage and so forth, uh, but also uh, having uh, a more shallow navigation structure uh, is very important, rather than a deep one. So you can't really just uh, put your na web navigation structure into the mobile phone. And the third one, uh, use long pages. I mean, uh, that used to be a bad thing on the web, but uh, on the mobile, uh, if you have a large uh, or long start page, there will be less navigation and more scrolling. And from our research, uh, shows that uh, the users prefer to do scrolling than navigation. And uh, also very important that when you have entered the page, there should always be uh, easy to navigate to other pages. So you don't have to go back and forth between the pages just to, to do navigation. Information structure and labeling. Uh, the first point is obvious. It might also sum up the main problems with mobile phones, that you have a really small screen and you have this keyhole effect. So getting an overview uh, is uh, very important. Uh, but what we have seen with all the papers is that they take all the content and uh, transform it into their uh, mobile edition. They don't do any editing of the content, they don't uh, shorten it or, or stuff like that. So really, if you have a lot of content, you, you might have problems uh, in the start. The last two points, incomplete structures beyond the start page and imprecise labeling, uh, has really a lot to do with uh, how much uh, uh, the providers spend on their solution. Because obviously to make a good start page uh, uh, is one thing, but uh, to make the whole solution really good and usable, that's another thing. So it really has to do with, uh, with, uh, with the costs. Imprecise labeling, uh, I mean, usually they just take the content and transfer it to their mobile. They don't do any desking of the content. Uh, and one big problem with mobiles is that uh, there is very little uh, context information. You have so little space to, to show it. So if you rely only on the links themselves, they really have to be informative and, and really precise to tell the users what's really behind that link. Of course, this is in Norwegian, we are sorry for that, uh, but just trying to exemplify uh, this. 
Providing context of all content means that you, you can't just make a link uh, list and, and uh, hopefully the user will understand what those links are. So providing good labels uh, related to the links and also maybe using icons to really tell the user where does the news come from, uh, what kind of uh, category is it, is, is really important. Of course, uh, in a paper edition or web edition, you have all these images and, and all kind of stuff that, that uh, gives the context to the user. You don't have that opportunity that much uh, on a mobile phone. Navigation. Uh, of course, one problem is that in some cases, you really have a lot of uh, items that you want to show to the user. Uh, for instance, if you have a weather forecast, uh, you probably have uh, hundreds of cities that users can type in to, to show the weather where they are. So uh, one way of doing it uh, is, of course, uh, to put up uh, the biggest cities first and then maybe offer a search field for the more smaller uh, places you want to go to. And even better, uh, you can, uh, as you have a mobile phone, you know where the user are and you can show the weather at that uh, specific location. That's even better. Page layouts, uh, that's a quite interesting thing uh, because there seems to be uh, a kind of mismatch between usability principles and the way some of the tabloids uh, do their page layout. Um, actually, Vega, which is uh, the largest tabloid, have a rather messy uh, layout uh, on their, uh, in their paper. And the same goes with their mobile edition. So we actually uh, asked them, why do we have this, this uh, messy layout? Uh, and they answered that uh, this was a policy they had. Uh, they thought that users, uh, they didn't want that uh, strict uh, layout uh, in their uh, paper. So actually, uh, they had like a, a reason for doing it. Um, we'll come back to that later. Another problem is the lack of standards because people have all kinds of phones. Uh, they use different browsers. Uh, that's a huge problem. Because uh, your mobile service may not look the same on your Nokia than uh, on your Ericsson or, or iPhone. Uh, and some combinations are really bad. Uh, they doesn't work at all. Uh, so that's kind of lack of standardization within, uh, within uh, uh, what? So doing testing on, on several combinations is, is vital if you are developing uh, mobile services. Uh, another problem is that a lot of users, they turn off images when they download your, your service because of uh, uh, the time it takes to download it. Uh, and most uh, solutions work very poorly when you switch off uh, the images. So having a, a dedicated text version is, uh, is a really good thing for all those, uh, those users. When it comes to, to uh, the papers, there's no problem that the sports section and the culture section and the politics section are differently um, because the people know from the context uh, where they are. But on the mobile, this is a little different. Uh, so adapting this kind of uh, different ways of presenting content and, uh, and doing navigation within the subsections in the paper uh, is not a good idea uh, on a mobile phone. As you can see here, uh, you got the sports on top and the uh, consumer information section uh, on the bottom. Works on the web and works on paper, but not that good uh, on the mobile because the user has to uh, adapt and, and learn how to navigate the different uh, subsections. 
pictures and multimedia, of course, uh, increase the user experience, but uh, there's a trade-off uh, between that and the, the download time. So be careful about that. And if you, if you are a paper, have a paper with a lot of, uh, of banners, uh, that's usually not very popular uh, either. Less popular than web, uh, probably. And maybe the most interesting thing is the adoption to mobile media itself, uh, because as we seen from, from the, the, uh, the uh, um, when people moved from paper to, to the web, we saw a lot of uh, conventions that worked on paper that didn't work very well uh, on the web, and we see the, exactly the same thing uh, about mobile solutions. They use the web conventions that they think work, but uh, maybe it doesn't. Uh, so we have to really be, be careful about uh, reuse conventions. Another problem is that they're not adopting content to the new medium. Uh, as we will see later, uh, they spend a lot of money on their web solution, but probably not that much on the mobile solution. And uh, usually they just take the content and convert it without uh, desking it at all. Uh, just on the, uh, like the web, uh, when people get into the news, they, they often come uh, via a search engine. So they probably, or in some cases, they don't know what kind of newspaper they get into. So having these, uh, these uh, visual cues about what paper you are into is, uh, is really a good thing. So this is uh, Dagbladet, which is known for their uh, uh, red uh, field on top that they reuse uh, on top of their uh, different news sections. And you also have this, it's not that easy to see on the screen, but you also have this uh, pinkish background that is common for the, the sports sections in all the papers. So really trying to use some cues for identifying uh, what kind of paper it is, is, uh, is vital, because a lot of the web, the, the, the mobile services, they look uh, pretty much uh, the same. And also about the web conventions, be really careful about, uh, about who of them you choose. Uh, link to the homepage is, uh, is excellent. Uh, underlining links uh, is not that good because the text is so much uh, uh, smaller. So really, uh, for good readability, just uh, skip the underlining. So that's, um, that's also a convention that uh, is different. Okay, uh, some words about user testing. Uh, because in this evaluation we did both user testing and uh, more like evaluation uh, kind of thing. Um, and of course, some of the things when testing mobile services are similar to testing web services. Uh, like it's very good to test in the real context and not the user lab. And also that users are more patient when they do user testing than uh, they do at home. So there are some uh, very similar uh, things. But uh, one very important thing uh, we found out was that um, all these papers, they have like a, a combination of uh, entertainment and more serious uh, stuff. Um, and we thought after the user testing that the users were more uh, inclined to, to uh, say that they liked the serious content more than the entertainment uh, content. So, so we think that uh, that could be a problem when you do testing on, on services that have both entertainment and, and, uh, and uh, useful, uh, more serious content. You should be aware of it. And as Tuna mentioned, the, the context is, is very important for the use. So, uh, I mean, using a user lab um, might get you into trouble uh, more uh, when testing mobile services than, than web services. 
Okay, uh, some words about usability and usage. Uh, we have done some look at the statistics uh, in these five papers and trying to find out um, um, if usability is a good indicator of how many people use the solution. And it seems that it is not, uh, sadly. Um, actually, uh, this one, uh, Vega, is the leading tabloid and also leading in the mobile market. This is the paper people want to read on the mobile phone, even if the usability uh, scored really, really low. And the most usable solution uh, are the one that is declining most. So obviously, usability is not, uh, not uh, the only answer to, to making successful solutions. So, what is it then? <clears throat> A little about uh, uh, transferring from one media to another one. Um, okay, something here are, are, are very obvious, but, but uh, the main mistake uh, we think is that uh, believing that what works in one works well in the other one. Um, there are some very interesting uh, uh, differences when it comes to uh, how much content people are willing to read on the different media. Um, there is a tendency of having more entertainment content in the web edition and even more on the mobile uh, edition. There is some important differences when it comes to user behavior. Uh, on the web, for instance, uh, users are inclined to navigate a lot, to browse a lot. That is not the case uh, with mobile services. People don't want to, to navigate that much. It's just too costly. So scrolling uh, is the main uh, user behavior in mobile services. You have the issue of speed, download times, which really affects how long time people are willing to, to spend in the solution and, uh, and things like that. And you also have this investment thing that uh, um, there's a lot of money moving from the paper uh, edition to the web edition, but people are not uh, uh, investing much in, in, uh, in uh, the mobile uh, edition. They simply take the paper or web edition and transform it uh, uh, into a bot without doing anything with the content itself. So that's quite important, but we think that uh, when more and more people use it, the investment will also go up for, for mobile uh, solutions. Summing up, summing up what, what you should do with your uh, web edition before transforming to, to mobile, we have called it, or uh, Mola have called it, mobilize your services. Alter the navigation structure, uh, make it broad rather than deep. Prioritize the content according to the users. As Tome said, uh, the user group by now is really narrow uh, uh, and you should uh, really uh, consider that. And also understanding the possibilities and limitations of the media. And I think uh, the case with mobile services is a little similar to, to what happened to the, the web in the 90s because there's a lot of confusion and, and maybe disagreement about what conventions do work well uh, on the mobile phone. So I think we are, we are in, in a little uh, immature phase uh, uh, regarding what works and what doesn't work. So we're not quite, uh, quite finished uh, on that topic. Okay, uh, the last slide, we have tried to sum it up uh, in a simple model, uh, not trying to be too pretentious about it, but um, we think there are three, three kind of factors that, that uh, uh, your success depends uh, upon. 
That is uh, the user context, uh, the users, and the medium itself. So we know the user group, a very narrow uh, kind of group. That might change in the future, uh, probably. Um, we have the thing about the context. People are really interested in entertainment. Uh, and if you want to, to make usable functions uh, as well, uh, you should really think about the context. For instance, uh, showing the weather where the user are and, and, and things like that. The medium, slow navigation, the key all effect, uh, and stuff like that is maybe the simplest one uh, to, to, uh, to solve. And of course, when you get new kind of phones like iPhone, uh, many of these shortcomings with the medium can be solved. So, so that might not be uh, the largest uh, uh, obstacle to making a good solution. But if you forget the context and you, if you forget, forget the users, you, you might not succeed. So it's not all about usability and, and uh, what kind of phone the users uh, have. I think that was, uh, was it. Hmm.